Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Good evening. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You're listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on education, training, development, and knowledge. I want to say a special thanks and a shout out to David Wolf and his podcast team. Without their expertise, these podcasts would not be possible. As far as our sponsors, Vocal Dental Supply Company, Henry Shine, and Patterson Dental have also been a huge help in promoting these podcasts. Every week, I try to bring you something new, something different, something that I think would be beneficial to our uh, listeners. And tonight, I'm proud to say that we have Stephanie Walter, who is Herbe Wealth. And uh, she has a background in educating not just professionals, but anyone to improve their financial situation. And she has sort of a unique take and a unique background. And I think she'll be extremely helpful to our listeners tonight. Stephanie, thank you. I know how busy you are, and I appreciate you taking time uh, to be on my podcast. Why don't you give our listeners a little background about yourself, your company, and what you're trying to do for us? Sure. I am a real estate syndicator. Most people have not heard of that terminology. What that is, is uh, we buy, our team buys commercial properties in largely in Florida, and we bring, uh, allow our properties to be, other people can invest in them. And really what that is, is uh, people are, they invest with us to get cash flow, um, tax benefits. So it's like you do own the property, but it's being run and, you know, everything is done by us. So it's, it's, I use the, uh, I tell people it's like, it's done for you real estate rather than do it yourself real estate. How many years have you been doing this? Okay, syndicating since 2016. And prior to that, I had an insurance agency, which I owned for uh, the last 16 years. And I just sold my agency last year because I followed a lot of how my wealthy investors invest and kind of started to invest for cash flow rather than for net worth or future net worth and was able to replace my income as a business owner. And now I, I, I technically could be retired, but I enjoy telling people about this type of investing because I've seen how it has changed my life and, and other people, other investors as well. 
Stephanie, if you could take a few moments. When I was doing my research on you, you mentioned that 1%, that select group that financially seems so much more well-off than most of us. And there are some specific strategies and approaches that they seem to take. And I assume that leads into this real estate syndication. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, I I tell people that it's it's actually the way the, the the wealthy view money because before I really started working with some of these wealthy people and understanding how they were investing, I think that people are in two categories. Uh, most of us are uh, we look at money as accumulating it. So I have always. Prior to this, I, I invested a lot in real estate. My goal was to buy these properties and hold them forever until I was ready to retire. But most people, they do 401ks. The idea is that most people want their money, they put it aside and wait for it to grow. And then at some later date, then they start to access the money. The way that wealthy people look at money is I, I term it utilization. And they're always using their money in a syndication like this or many times they invest in businesses, but they're always investing with a team of people who they trust that know better about what they're doing than they do, but they're good at vetting the team. And then they put their money into that project that gives them cash flow. So they're investing largely for cash flow. Really, they're looking at having their money work for them, you know, all the time. And, and that's really the, the biggest difference. Now, I don't want to claim that I'm an expert because God knows I'm not. I'm still working full time as a general dentist and probably will until the day I die. But generally speaking, my understanding is, is historically the stock market gives on average about an 8% return. In this real estate syndication, on average, what do you expect your investors to receive as a, a general average return? Well, I have a we have a pretty good track record. We've done 12 projects um, up to this point, and every single one has uh, returned the annual investment at an annual return of 20%. Um, many, and I, I would say 20% is is a good figure to start off from. Um, we've had really well-performing assets that have returned over 30 and over 40%. But, you know, there are waves of, you know, market cycles, um, not nearly as dramatic as the stock market. But I think if a person is looking at what to expect, really a 20% annualized return is, is, is a good one. And if we use the rule of 72, that means roughly less than every four years, your dollars are doubling. Correct. Yep. That's our goal actually is with our, with our investors right now is we want to hold the property until we've doubled the money, which is usually with some cases, it's been as short as three years. On average, it's usually between three and five years. Okay. And can you tell us a little bit about your team, the individuals who are experts along with yourself that are making these investments? What's the criteria? What are some basic 
goals that you look for before you decide that this is a property that fits into this real estate syndication? Yeah, I mean, we have, oh, I mean, the due diligence that we do is, you know, literally uh, takes us probably uh, 60 days usually to get through. But what we're looking for, we are very laser focused on the Florida markets for lots of different reasons, but primarily because my partner has lived in Florida for the past 40 years and he was a commercial and he's been a commercial broker there for the past 40 years. So he has all kinds of contacts. What we're looking for is a pocket listing, which means that this is a listing that uh, never goes on the commercial MLS system. So it's a it's an off-market deal that's brought to us through our relationships. And our goal really is to purchase a property that's undervalued and has, you know, a story behind it. Usually it's um, kind of a mom and pop operation. Uh, they've been running it really not as a business and, um, and are ready to get out. And that's um, usually a pretty common story um, with the properties that we bought. We have some other ones. We uh, like another one that we purchased in November was a developer. So it was a brand new construction and he just didn't want to bother with filling it up you know, getting it all rented. He just wanted to move on to his next deal. So we were able to purchase that one. We want to always walk into our deal and to have made our money on the buy side. We don't want to purchase and hope for future appreciation. So we're extremely conservative. We we look at hundreds of deals before we find one that meets, you know, our projections. Really, we're looking at increasing the value of the property. And there's a lot of other things that go into it. We do re really deep dives in Florida, which if you're not that familiar with it's there's a there's a nationwide housing shortage right now. But not only that, but you kind of compound that with the migration that's happening to Florida, which is astounding, really. Um, we purchased a uh, property last week in Orlando, and there's uh, like 100, it's like 111 people are moving to Orlando daily, and they already have a housing shortage. So it really becomes like a supply and demand issue. And that's why we're seeing, you know, larger than the 20% returns. And what's that exit strategy? For example, you've made these investments that you just explained. Before we go into that particular area, are they typically healthcare? Are they typical residential? Is it small businesses? Is there a particular pocket that that seems more readily available for this strategy or is it just all over the map if basically we're we're looking you know in in areas that we're very familiar with in florida about you know what's happening as far as the population growth goes but we're looking at multifamily. there's many different types of commercial properties that you know, run the gamut. But for us, we're looking at apartment buildings because that's what we know, what we know we're, we have the team, as I mentioned, um, my partner, but we also have what with, I think makes a huge difference is we have 
property managers that we employ. So, and they're local, they're, you know, boots on the ground, obviously, but we found we did have a property in Texas and we have a third party property manager that's watching that property. And we can really tell a difference between how these properties are managed as, you know, when they're, when they are our employees, they're running them way more efficiently than like a third party. These typical costs for the management, is that roughly 5%, 6%, 3%, or is that vary also? It varies. It definitely varies. It depends on, on the project, how big it is, how big the property is. I think for our underwriting purposes, we always underwrite, you know, if it's over 100 units, we're underwriting at 5 or 6%. Okay. One of the things that is interesting in the dental market, the dental field, is the area is growing our MSOs or managed service organizations buying up multiple dental practices. And the satellite opportunities there is when these big conglomerates, these large venture capital groups have four, five, 600 dental offices, over a thousand dental offices. In most cases, they have a 10-year lease. Generally, dentists are good tenants. And in most cases, a dentist doesn't pick up and move every two or three years. They're fairly stable. And that real estate aspect is, can be quite valuable to investors, much like yourself and your partners, because they see this as a stable stream of income. And the venture capital portion of these managed service organizations are generally not interested in the real estate. They're interested in the positive cash flow that a dental office brings. And then as an aside, the real estate associated with it becomes a very stable investment instead of having, let's say, a dentist that might have an income of three or four hundred thousand dollars, which isn't bad, but may not be the most stable person on the planet and a venture capital company that may have several billion dollars of assets uh, under their portfolio, you have to assume that the rent's going to be paid and the situation is stable. Do you see any movement in that? Or again, your focus is primarily Florida, your focus is primarily in the apartments in the residential area? Yeah, that that's very interesting. But yeah, no, we I have come across, you know, a lot of deals that have, you know, the medical component to them and that those are really interesting. You're correct. They're very stable um, properties. But our focus, you know, we found that it's just really good to be just very laser focused and, and excellent at what we do um, because that that's why our investors invest with us time and time again but the what we're focused on is finding a B, a B type property which is really a property that isn't brand new but is you know probably 10 10 years old 10 15 years old in a really nice neighborhood uh, with good school school district and everything like that and then we look to put value into the property um, and that's actually makes the properties that we invest in have those 
great returns. Like if you invested in the offices, those now have different returns based on kind of the stability and the maybe the longer term hold. Whereas our properties where we look to hold for like three to five years, increase the value, uh, you know, find an undervalued uh apartment complex, do what we do best, which is add the value to the property and then turn around and sell it and move on to the next one. Great. As far as the risk to your investors, when you're dealing with, quote, commercial residential, the eviction issues, uh, in other words, if I don't pay my bill, nobody really cares if you put a dentist out of business. But when you have two kids and a mom, is there a risk there? Have you seen that? Or because you're putting value, generally that risk is relatively small. I'm assuming with uh, a 20% or better return, you're not finding a significant risk in that particular area. Correct. Yeah. And the, there are different um, types of apartments. A, the A-type properties are your brand new, you know, luxury <clears throat> type of apartments. The C apartments are, you know, kind of the more uh, uh, transient workers, you know, not real stable professionals. But the interesting thing is, is we went through COVID, which was uh, kind of, you know, out of the blue, really. And all of our rents and all of our communities stayed at 96% or higher. And so we did not, and that, that circles back to that you really need to invest in a market, you know, that you understand. And that's where we really understood that Florida is an excellent market just because, you know, they largely, they kept things moving, uh, people were working, you know, it's a very landlord friendly state. So yes, there are some evictions that happen here and there, but yes, if you look at where actually this type of investing has been largely taken, most people that have invested this way have been the banks, the insurance companies, pension funds, investment, that's who we compete with when we're out, um, you know, putting, you know, acquiring new assets is um, so it is a very, very stable of, of the commercial space. Uh, multifamily is the most stable of, of them. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time, your expertise. For our listeners, if they were interested in every dentist I know is always looking for a way to provide additional income with a reduced risk. Because quite honestly, what I always say is we're sort of a bartender with a white coat. We're chatting all day long, but once we stop actually doing what we do, that stream of income for most of the dentists stops. There are more entrepreneurial dentists that have income coming in and various uh, larger groups associated with them. But I think most would be interested in improving their portfolio. How do they reach you? How do they get to know you, your company, and possibly potentially create some partnership with you in your organization? Yes, you can go to my website, which is www.airbayerbewealth.com, and you can sign up by 
put out like a weekly newsletter that really talks about the market conditions and and what's happening. But my uh, website has a ton of education on it because that's what I think, you know, most people have not heard of this type of investing. And so I look to, you know, educate people and, and definitely there's a ton of, of content on my website as well as actually our past deals and how they perform. So you'll be able to see our track record. And I can be very understanding of, of being the, the person that's running a business and, and it all kind of falls on your on you as that's what I did for 16 years as an insurance agent. And you, you definitely understand that you are the person that that's in charge of the business. And if you go away, then, you know, <laughs> the business, you have to be there basically at all times. So to have a passive income in addition to your business income really helps to give you a lot more freedom. Well, I want to thank you very much, and I want to also say thank you to our listeners. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, development, and training. Again, a nice shout out to Mr. David Wolf and his podcast team and to my sponsors, Vocal Dental Supply, Patterson Dental, and Henry Schein. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great night and please reach out to Stephanie and her team. I think there could be some significant advantages to all of us to see that additional stream of income help support us in our profession. Thanks again, and I look forward to chatting with you very soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.